Maloney, what's the holdup here? We got to get this update for the world according to us. Arnell. Done podcast. You're traveling. What's happening? Arnell, I'm in a hotel room and Alan is brewing yeah. his coffee. He doesn't have his coffee yet. What's the holdup? It's brewing. Alexa Hente. <laughs> okay, there we go. Wait, here, here's what I want you to say to Alan, okay? I don't know if he can hear me or not. Yeah, no. What, he he's, holding up, he's holding up progress. Yes, he is. On this whole thing. Yes, he is. Tell him to go downstairs to the lobby. You're in California. I'm still back in New Jersey. Tell him to go downstairs to the lobby and get his coffee down there. Why the hell does he have to brew it when we're on a tight no, schedule well, they don't, in the they, room? This is not, this is not a high-class hotel. They don't have coffee in the lobby. They give you one of those little brew-yourself machines in the room, and it's very slow. Kath, even Motel 6, the lowest common denominator, okay, they have coffee brewing in the lobby. Are you kidding me? This is... This is the Sea Sprite. It's a very nice hotel right on the Pacific Ocean, so I can't Oh, that's why you don't there. get coffee. You don't get coffee. Right you, you get the view. So instead of paying 400 a night because you're on the ocean, <laughs> you pay 250 because there's no coffee in the lobby. It's more than 250 I got to oh tell you. God. They should have coffee oh, in the lobby. You, are you kidding me? Not, more than 250 oh, no, a night and there's no. no coffee in the lobby? No, it's like around 300 a night and there's no coffee in the lobby. <sighs> but there is Does a it little come? machine... In the room, and they give you the yeah. coffee pods, you know. Wow! Yeah, I know what you're talking about. So, so yeah. what size is the bed for three fifty a night? Well, it's a, it's like is a, it a queen or you got like two twins? Suite. It's like a suite. <laughs> there's a queen in the bedroom, and then there's a pull-out yes. couch. So like you're in the rooms. bedroom, and Al- Alan is on the pull-out well, I'm couch. I'm actually I take in it, right? the living room, sitting here, all set up. I have my microphone oh. on top of a Guinness box because, oh my god, you know, I mean, I have it's makeshift. We're traveling. Wow. What can I do? Should I play the show? Let, let me just know. We're still let's recording. Start. Yeah, let's start. Yeah, okay, we better so. start. This is the World According to Us update with Arnell and Maloney. All right, now, Kathleen, it is absolutely official. Ready uh, to show, go. Ready to go. The show has started. We took you behind the scenes a little bit as to the prep for today's podcast. <laughs> so you're in California. This is the World According to Us, our update. This is a Reader's Digest version of the show. So we're going to get to a couple of stories real quickly here to keep our audience uh, totally, to keep you totally up to date. So you're in California, right? You're there for, for what, for a week or something uh, like that? A little, little, like about a week and a half. I'm in um, Hermosa Beach, just outside mm-hmm. of L.A. right now, and headed down to San Diego today. Hermosa sounds like a hernia I once had a couple of years ago. You would like this guy. I hernia. had a hermosa. Tell me hermosa. I don't even know. I know this is an update. It's supposed to be ten minutes. We got to. So what? What is hermosa? Hermosa Tell is a beach beach town yeah. in California yeah. that is somewhat of a secret, I think, because it's really? abs. The the beaches are beautiful. There's not a homeless person around, which is odd for California beaches. Really? Seriously, yeah. And yeah. Um, it's just it's like a. It's it's like Nirvana, honestly. Wow. And people are happy here. Maybe people it's are, in the water. I don't know. People are happy. Wait, here. Kath. Even with with the gas prices and Russia, people are the common denominator in what is it? Hermosa. Hermosa Beach. Uh, the, those people are generally happy. They are. Although wow. the, the gas prices are putting yeah. a little bit of a crimp in their style. Speaking of gas prices, uh, national average now like 431, 20% increase from last month. California, where you are, Kathleen, yep. 
You're there. I mean, I'm saying, looking at a stat a little earlier before we did the podcast today, saying that it was like at 569 on average. But there are gas stations out there. I don't know if you've seen them or not. Hey, listen. Like 699, seven bucks. What's going on? We drove up to Santa Monica yesterday. I passed numerous gas stations. The lowest price, Uh 629 a gallon. Wow. And the highest I saw was 679 a gallon, approaching seven bucks a gallon. Wow. Yeah. You know, and there's all these predictions now from Gas Buddy and AAA and everything that the price of a barrel, which fluctuates like like a wave coming in and out, depending on how the you know the commodities market and aggregate pricing, it gets technical. But you know, there's a lot of manipulation going on, Keth. So they're saying that the price if it go it could go up to 160 bucks a barrel. You know, we're talking like nine dollars. But it's a going down though. The well, price is going down, but not the gas. The oil prices are going down, but not the gas prices. Well, here's the thing, and I just saw this yesterday, actually. The day before yesterday, the prices took a dive of about like seven or eight bucks a barrel. Then yesterday, with the Ukraine situation again, prices uh, went back up seven, eight bucks a barrel. So first of all, you're right. There's a little gap between what's happening on the oil market and what's happening at the gas pump. Yeah. But this is just, it's in fluctuation every single day. But I want to just ask you one other question. When you went and bought, how much did you pay for gas? We're using my son Brian's car. and he filled, Oh, that's he, a better idea. A, he, yeah, he filled <laughs> it up for us before he, what? before he picked us up at the airport. So we he picked us up at the airport and we went to have something to eat, right? Oh, no. The oh, bill no. came and he said yeah. to his dad, he said, you know, I'd like to treat you to yeah. this meal, but I just paid $100 for gas, so oh, I, don't, I, can't, I can't afford it. So did you guys, uh, you guys bought? You had to buy breakfast, Of right? course. Yeah. Yeah, now, what he, about, let me just has, ask you this other question. He has a little Subaru, a little Subaru, and he spent bucks to $100 fill it up? Bucks to fill up the tank. Unbelievable. Wow. Yeah. And then what about when you're, when you're leaving, are you going to, here, here it is, are you going to put gasoline back in his car, or 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 are you going to say, we bought him breakfast for 22 bucks, we're even? <laughs> I just want to, what do you think, what's going to happen with you and Alan and Brian at that point when you're ready to come back? I'm, I'm sure we'll fill up his tank. <laughs> <laughs> we will have to. <laughs> I mean, it really is. It's just, it's, it's just, it's. I mean, six, I saw these insane. prices and, you know, you read about them. Okay. Yeah, you know, yeah. oh, California gas prices are higher. But until you really see that price at the pump, it hits you. And you know that on a previous podcast of The World According to Us, I had mentioned to you the first time that I had filled up with $4.23, and I was I was heading over to the ER because I was having, uh, I didn't know if I was having a stroke or not, <laughs> $4.23. So again, Kathleen, you know I always talk about this. We're going to do this real quickly. The way to beat all of this, tell, tell you know, well, when you guys, you can't do it because you got to refill this tank, but when you're going to get gas, just buy $8 uh, and then... You might have to come back the next day, but you'll think that you beat inflation. But if you're in California, Kathleen, you're just going to get maybe a little over a gallon. Get over a gallon. But you you know what? Why don't you tell him that yeah. that's what he should do? I'm going to do that. <laughs> I, I am absolutely going to do that. So, um, you know, and Russia now, you know, we're going to cut the imports and we only consume 8% of their oil. And look, there's just so much manipulation going on. And, and that's really the, the, I've been using the phrase common denominator. That's the common denominator in all of this. You know, you can't go up $9 and then down $9 in 24 hours. There's manipulation going on. Well, talk about Daylight's, manipulation, Arnett. Yeah, talk about yes, manipulation. Putin yep. uh, oh. appeared 
at a pro-war rally in Moscow. And apparently there were like 200,000 people there waving the Russian flag yeah. and singing the Beatles song back in the USSR. Are you kidding me? <laughs> oh, that's, that's what the report was. He literally, you know how sometimes when you see a, a despot, a dictator, and people go, he's crazy, he's got mental incapacitation, and then they'll interview a psychiatrist or something, and, and they'll say, do you think? And the guy will say, well, I've never really examined him, you, you know, the disclaimer person to person, but I think that there is some uh, deficiencies going on. With this guy, Kath, you don't need to examine him. This guy is a megalomaniac, deranged, horrible individual. Yeah. yeah. Horrible individual. Yeah. But here, I have a little bit of an issue with uh, yeah. Biden and Blinken calling him a war criminal. Yeah. Not that I don't believe he is, but if this right. is something that is supposed to be internationally investigated, you really right. can't come out and call him a war criminal before the investigation is complete aren't we then somewhat guilty of misinformation are you kidding me no have I, you been watching the oh, pictures? i agree i agree have, i believe i believe in, that it that he's a war criminal however i don't think that that the president of the united states or the secretary of state right when this matter is under investigation should come out and say that. I think they're putting themselves at a disadvantage too, and maybe somehow sabotaging the possibility of, of a negotiated end to this war. Listen, I don't think we're doing enough. I don't think NATO is doing enough. You know, you had a hundred and uh, there's more than a hundred kids that have been killed. You know that that in Mariupol, that uh, theater, mm. Kath, where all those people were in there? And then there was, I believe, outside of that theater, they had the word children spelled right. out on the ground. Right. And still, it didn't matter because he because the war criminal, and I know you're not happy about me labeling him a war criminal, but the war criminal gave the orders to go in there and to and to annihilate those individuals no, well now go ahead go i ahead. believe that you and i and anyone watching yeah. what's unfolding can say yeah. we believe he's a war criminal but there's an international process just like in the criminal justice system in our country yeah. innocent until quote proven guilty there Due is process there is a process and there is it, it is under investigation so for, I think, heads of state to come out and before the investigation is complete, to be labeling him as that is, is not right and could me, sabotage any, any other efforts at negotiating an end to this. Let me just ask you a quick question. <laughs> uh, if the podcast doesn't work out, are you up for some kind of a job at NATO? Because you're taking the same line. We can do this. We cannot do this. We can. For, uh, first of all, look, you and I, you know, we have journalistic backgrounds, and I understand f fair and balanced and First Amendment rights and all of that stuff and how it folds into it. But Maloney, on this one, I got to tell you, you, you remind me of the hesitancy of, of NATO in coming to the defense of of these ukrainians and and you're concerned about the technical if we label him a war criminal or not what is what what is no i believe and, and that what i be, i believe he is and i yeah. also do believe that nato should be doing a lot more and should have done a lot more in the beginning of all of this but right. i'm saying if you have an international process just like we have a criminal justice system if yep. you have an international process by which you determine 
whether or not someone's a war criminal, you need to follow it. I'm not believing this. I, I do not believe, I don't believe that Blinken and Biden are doing the right thing by... Do you think that this is the worst thing that they've done to try impede the progress of peace or that it it might do something to interfere with the negotiations because he labeled him a war criminal? Are you kidding me? It might. Are you kidding me? Because he has not been declared a war criminal by uh, this whole international process. I think something in that air out in California... (laughs) Maybe Something's going on out there. You know, one final note on Russia. You know, the no-fly zone and everything that uh, uh, Zelensky has been asking for, his his historical address before the United States Congress and so forth. I just don't think that the world has stepped up to the plate here. And, Kath, two quick notes on this. Activists set up strollers, just saw this a couple of minutes ago, to mark the deaths of more than 100 children mm. in, U- in Ukraine. They've set up strollers. I saw pictures of this. And uh, the casualties, you don't even have a number on it, Kathleen. We like to keep... No. We don't know. We don't po- need to podcast think. audience up no. to date. You know, there's no way. We don't thousands. No, and I mean, I don't. I don't know if there'll ever be an exact count because people are buried under rubble. Look at all the destruction there. Yep. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. So, uh, we need to do more. And and every time I see the P, and you know, most favored nation status now, uh, the U.S. has done away with that. So we're not going to import what is it, beer and sea? I mean, alcohol, seafood, mm-hmm. and diamonds. You think those people that are laying on the ground here, those kids and their mothers, give a cahoot, yeah. a cahoot about beer and about alcohol and diamonds and and other things that we're going to put? We need to we need to stop the progress of a megalomaniac. Yeah. Of of, of this individual who has committed, I know you don't want to hear it, war crimes. But I think uh, he's, I think he's more dug in. Blowing and me I, away and, with and I think the more I keep, he, you know, we keep hearing that yeah. as he's his ground effort is stalled right. in Ukraine, uh, he may resort to nuclear. But he, if he did resort to that, Maloney. If he resorted, if he ever did, and I don't think he will, but look, he's a megalomaniac. And, and if he did, even in a, in a micro kind of capacity, you would still, you'd be very, very uncomfortable with the, with, with uh, Blinken, Anthony Blinken, and Joseph Robinette Biden criticizing him and calling him a war criminal because we didn't follow due process or, or protocol. I don't, I don't, You're killing me with I this. I don't think it's their place to do that if they're really trying to get some negotiated settlement to this you do not want to miss this the odd and the offbeat is straight ahead with arnell and maloney all right uh this is the odd and the offbeat with arnell and maloney this is the update don't forget wherever you listen to your podcast you gotta like it you gotta love it that 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 always helps and so forth and now our final segment on the update version the odd and the offbeat so Maloney, you said to me, what do you got for the odd and the offbeat today, right? Mm-hmm. And I said, yeah, I don't want to give you a preview on it and so forth, you know. But here's the deal. I finally am starting to go out to restaurants again and eat. And, and I was in one, I think it was like two, three days ago. And there are kids screaming in there and running around. And this is not a Chuck E. Cheese. Okay? <laughs> <laughs> this is not Arnell going to Chuck E. Cheese. Was it McDonald's order... or something? No. no they're, listen, kids are better behaved in McDonald's. <laughs> this was some Mediterranean, a Mediterranean restaurant in Milltown, 
uh, New Jersey. And a, a mid-level restaurant, kind of nice. Uh, and, and you go in there, and there's a family in there. They must have had, a, like, a, a family gathering, like, let's get, you know, back to life again. Yeah. And so everybody was in there. And the kids are just – and it, it was I would say the restaurant was about, like, 65 70% capacity. The kids are just – they're just running amok. And, and the parents are doing nothing to keep these kids at bay. Now, when people get out, especially after we have been fatigued mm. uh, by, by COVID and everything, we want to go out and rejoin the world community and have a nice time. Sure. So this rest, I went up to the owner after the restaurant. First, I was trying to handle him to take something off the bill, true to my... Uh... Oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Listen, I need 20% off of the aggravation of these kids running around. Okay? So what they're doing, I spoke to the guy. He called called me. I left him my phone number. I said, I want to know what you're going to do about this. The re- He says to me now that what they're going to do is say that children must be seated at all times, not left to run around the restaurant. And it can be, he says it can be very dangerous with the staff carrying the hot plates. Sure. And here's the thing. Listen to this. He's got this on a little sign. We will, he told me, he said, we will not be held responsible for your children if they are hurt in the restaurant because they're not being looked after. Children are the sole responsibility of their parent while in our restaurant. And they say that screaming children and their families will be booted from the restaurant. Really? Well, but I wonder if he's going to lose business with that kind of a message to parents. I'll tell you, I'll tell you why I don't think so. Well, you know what? It's, it's twofold. The parents could, uh, Parents themselves, you know, could possibly get upset because they don't respect the, the restaurant, doesn't understand the kids. Mm. But in this restaurant, this Mediterranean-style, mid-level type, uh, you know, grade restaurant or whatever, I don't think too many parents are bringing their kids in there versus going to Chuck E. Cheese Yeah, right. McDonald's. That's true. So although, this was... although, I have to say, I'm just, you yeah. know, my my impression, as, a, if, as if I my kids are grown now, but if I had little kids yeah. and I were bringing them in and I saw that sign... I yeah, think I'd turn around and walk out. But all he's asking you for to do is to keep the kids under control. I, would, I was just aghast at these feel, parents. I would feel a little insulted as if um, this restaurant owner doesn't think parents are capable of that. And then just because some parents do not accept their responsibility to keep their kids behaving well... That, that shouldn't reflect upon all parents. So I would not like I'm, to see a sign like that. I'd turn around well, and walk out. I'm in favor of a sign like that. And also, I got to tell you, I didn't say one word to the parents, but I, I darted looks over to their table. <laughs> and what, was, was, their, like, what was their it, reaction? <laughs> Maloney, it was like a beam. <laughs> it was like, like a beam of light, like radar, like a speed gun. <laughs> And, and, and they just, they didn't really, they didn't react. But, like, how could they be so numb to the havoc that All causing... I could see happening in your head Still is... Still have indigestion from no, this. No, you were just thinking, how can I work this to my advantage to get some money off this bill? Or even a free meal? I was looking for the 20%. You know what he gave me? <clears throat> I didn't even tell you this. Did he give you something? 10%. What a... What oh. A, that was an insult. But restaurants are really hurting now. Oh, so I'm supposed to keep that in mind yes. while 600 kids are, are running, like, running around my table? What were there, two kids? No, there were, there were about five. Mm. I would say age range, probably five to like nine. And they couldn't control these people? Come on. To tell you the truth, I would have gone up and said something to the parents. You would have, right? Mm, I would have. I don't know why I was so reserved about that, so I don't know. 
Uh, yeah, as I said, I still have indigestion, 10% discount, and a guy did call me. So I'll give it another shot. I'll give it another <laughs> shot. So I think that's this edition, is it not, That's Malone? this edition. This edition of the update version, which we do every week as well, as warranted, more often than not, of The World According to Us with Arnell and Maloney. That's this edition of The World According to Us with Arnell and Maloney. Don't forget, podcast updates throughout the week, and thanks for listening.